Hello there. You well, clicked, hello there. <laughs> you've clicked onto the House of Nerds podcast. Are you sure you're not lost? Because I'm you, not sure that you're not lost. You might be lost. <laughs> it's entirely possible that you're lost and that you've clicked on this podcast thinking, that looks like a lot of fun to listen to. You would not be wrong. It will because... be. It's delightful. We're delightful. <laughs> I'm Ben. I'm Anthony. And we've been friends for a really long time, and we talk a lot about Star Wars and Marvel and pretty much everything that our wives like to make fun of us for. Um, but Consistently that make fun of us. Yeah, they're kind of laughing at us right now while we're doing this. If you hear any laughter in the background, it is, it is my wife laughing at me. Or my wife laughing at both of us. Um, <laughs> that's a distinct possibility that may come later on in this podcast. But we decided that we are finally tired of just talking to each other. And we thought, you know what the internet needs? More men telling everybody how they feel about things. So here we are. And we're going to do just that. So if you'd like to stick around and enjoy us listening to us talk about Star Wars and nerd stuff. And generally just giving our opinions on everything. A little smattering of politics and social commentary in there from, from the snark. Let's be honest, it's going to be more than a smattering. <laughs> you found your little weird corner of the internet, and we're glad you're here. So stick with us. This is obviously going to be a work in progress, but we're glad you're here. We can't wait to go on this journey with you. Hopefully you've not clicked off to the Nerdist or something else already. I mean, the Nerdist but is awesome. but I can't blame you if you did, but you're not listening to me talk anyways at this point. So frankly, screw you if you left, but you know. <laughs> Probably a better show with a better guest. So we're going to get into the show in just a few minutes. We're glad you're here with us, and we're excited to go on this journey with you guys. We are going to start watching Star Wars Rebels, um, which we both watched and immensely enjoyed, even though you may probably hear us say lots of snarky or sarcastic things about it at first. It's going to get way better. So hang will around. It, will it, though? You better I, hope it does. <laughs> you better hope it does, audience. <laughs> otherwise you're just really like listening to us talk crap about stuff and, and the smattering of politics let's be honest but we're glad you guys are here we plan to release an episode weekly of, of a star wars episode and we'll be glad to have any feedback you may have or if you just want to write on the internet and tell us we suck that that would not be an opinion that our wives probably already haven't expressed to us so ben what what's our email address and twitter handle that's a really good point, Anthony. Otherwise, they're just screaming into the void, right? Exactly. We would love and welcome any feedback you have um, at houseofnerds2020 at gmail.com. And on Twitter, we are nerds house of only because some douche is squatting on House of Nerds and hasn't tweeted in a very long time. So come on, man, release it. Release <laughs> it. If you happen to know him, please tell him to release the Twitter handle or at least do something with his Twitter handle. We plan to put this up on all major streaming services, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, basically anywhere that will have us. So uh, if you're the question is, where can I find you? The answer is yes, basically. Feel free to rate us on all platforms. We don't care about feedback, whether it's a five star or one star. Frankly, we just want to know just, someone's listening. Just something. Yeah, exactly. That's all we care about. Instead of screaming into the void, we'll scream to two to three people. It'll be awesome. 
and it's gonna be great those two to three people please please rate us please (laughs) just some validation we crave validation somewhere on the internet someone is listening to this going oh these guys suck we're glad you're here we can't wait to get started so we will the next thing you hear from us will be the start of episode one obviously we thank you for listening you guys enjoy the show welcome to house of nerds whine about it but (laughs) okay so do you want to go first and then just kind of read the synopsis and we'll trade off week by week with this i'm sure i'm i mean i'm on wikipedia so i've got i've got that up because this is where all news should come from i mean 100 percent accurate i mean this is pretty accurate wikipedia and true and twitter i'm good yeah so this is this is episodes one and two Mm -hmm. dual dual part episodes we have a 40 minute 40 minutes of delightfulness uh, called the spark of rebellion by simon kinberg this originally aired in 2014 wow which that's that feels so long ago that doesn't feel like that long ago though i mean it feels like just yesterday i watched this i can remember where i was like we were living (laughs) i had just bought i had just bought my first house when this came on and i i was like oh this is adulting but that was six years ago. That is so long ago. It's terrifying. Yes. Yes, so it is. We, the spark of rebellion, we meet street thief Ezra Bridger as an orphan on Lothal, an outer rim world. He interferes with the theft of blaster rifles from the Empire by three ghost crew members, which at the beginning we don't know it's the ghost. Mm-hmm. Spoilers, Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> the leader, Kanan Jarrus, also voiced by Freddie Prince Jr., just just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandalorian sharpshooter Sabine Wren, voiced by the one of the girls from Good Places. I saw that this morning. I'm like, oh my god! I saw, yeah, Tia Sitar. What? Was, yeah, I did not <laughs> put two and two together that that's who that was. Right. Yeah, the Lasat strongman Garib Zeb Aurelius and Ezra ends up stuck with the crew while making their getaway, and also meets tw- Twilight pilot Hera Syndulla and her C one astromech droid Chopper. I don't know who Chopper is voiced by. I assume it's like Frank Oz or something like that because it's that, just beeps and squeaks. Uh, so <laughs> interesting fact, Chopper is actually voiced by Dave Filoni as according to IMDb. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. Credited himself. That's, that way. Uh, that's pretty cool that he's going in and making beeps and squeaks and, and then he gets a credit for that. But that, yeah, That's awesome. <laughs> Chopper's pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. So. I do love Chopper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ezra finds a lightsaber and a holocron in Kanan's room and steals the holocron. Because he is a thief. Mm-hmm. The rifles are sold to buy food and information from black market dealer and crime lord, Vagazo. I'm not even going to try the first name. Sicatra? Something like that. Uh, the food is given to the displaced people of Lothal, while the information leads them to the location of several Wookiees captured by the Empire. However, this is a trap, and Ezra is captured by Agent Callus. Ezra somehow opens the holocron and sees a message from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, hello there. Ezra is saved by the ghost crew after learning where the Wookiees have been sent. During the re- rescue of the Wookiees, Kanan draws his lightsaber, revealing himself as a Jedi-ish. Jedi-ish. It's not, yeah. not full. Eh, eh, come on, Wookiee. Get your, get your shit together. And together with the Wookiees, he defeats Agent Callus and escapes. Having proven himself by opening the holocron, Kanan offers to make Ezra his apprentice. Even though Kanan was not actually a... F- full-blown jedi and can't do that and, but, and can't do that but it's a it's okay yeah you also not? can't you also can't steal food and give it to the poor either 
Mm-hmm. But that might just be the, the world we're living in. So, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, this, I came into this, like, I remember when this first came out, and I remember this was right after they had ended Star Wars The Clone Wars, which was amazing, in my opinion. Um, just the level of animation. And then when they said that Filoni was going to be leading another Star Wars series, I was like, great, just continue The Clone Wars and call it something else. But... <laughs> This, I had my doubts, like, after I'd seen the trailer for this, and I was kind of like, this doesn't look like something that I'm going to enjoy. But these two episodes were awesome. Like, it really grabs you, not, like, right away, but I, I think by the end of the first episode, it kind of really sets the stage for what this show is going to be about. You know what I mean? Yeah, this sets up the next, like, couple seasons. It's, you got all the Inquisitors, starts out with some James Earl Jones, which is solid. You can't go wrong there. No. Uh, well, I, don't, I don't think Clone Wars started out with James Earl Jones. So. I don't think so, no, because mm-hmm. Clone Wars was, it was still Matt Lanter doing uh, yeah. Anakin Skywalker. I, I, the things that struck me immediately was just the, the fact that they, they threw out a brand new character, a brand new Dark Side Apprentice. The very first scene is definitely a callback to the movies with the Star, War, or with the Star Destroyers closing over the planet and then you meet the inquisitor who we don't see again for these entire two episodes right um but definitely with the eyes i mean it's the star wars the, the trick with the bad guy just look at the color of their eyes right like he has yellow <laughs> eyes so we know he must be very evil um not quite as evil as maul because he doesn't have like the bloodshot yellow eyes that's that's a super evil yeah i mean look i mean Darth Maul had horns and looked like the devil. So, I mean, it's pretty hard to be that evil. But That's what happens thought, when you leave the X-Men. Yeah, that is true. That is very true. I thought it was, I just, I got struck by the Inquisitor right away. Like, he has what I can assume. I mean, spoilers, we've, we've seen the entire series, but I'm approaching this like I haven't seen it because it has been a minute since I've watched these. But the, the lightsaber on his back, which looks like a dual lightsaber. So, I'm guessing all uh apprentices carry dual lightsabers um even if you're a sith you only get to get one blade but you have to become a sith first i don't really know about that part, that hmm. part but i don't know that one either um trying to think of all the other ones even in the, the fallen order game to expand the lore a little bit like they just the sith seem to love to have two lightsaber blades which to me seems pretty impractical because that's like two ways to cut yourself. Like those things well, they, are pretty dangerous. They can only have, they can only have two Sith at the same time. Like, right. Master and apprentice, the end. So mm-hmm. yeah. Why not two lightsabers? That's a good Jedi. Point. Jedi got thousands, thousands of, well, used to have thousands of Jedi, but <laughs> they could carry one a piece. That's cool. Yeah. So I guess. Unless that's you're a, Ahsoka. That's a good point though, Anthony, because the rule of two, did carry over from the old expanded universe. And I guess they're not going to call him a Sith. He's, he's something else. So that's must be why they call him inquisitor. Yeah. Um, I think they're, cause they're not, they're not Jedi. They're not Sith. They can't, they can't be. They're just like enforcer thugs. For, they have some for them. flexibility, but not, not the full, I guess, whatever, not the full shebang. But. Yeah. Like all the, all the other homeboys hanging out on, hanging out on the planet with the new clone emperor from the new ones. Right. all but, those all those people's no, it's like them we're not we're not doing that yet <laughs> the first episode we're not gonna shit all over star wars on the first episode oh no um, i like it i i still i still like it i think it's it's kind of kind of like them that they're not they're not sith they're just like other people who are helping 
really, really like bad guys. Like they see evil and they're like, yeah, I want to be a part of that. That that seems like fun. Um, no, it seems I, legit. I, it seems accurate because I mean, you know, that's the world we live in right now. So but. I, I love Filoni's Fel- ability to just take all of the, like there's all the Star Wars canon and he operated within Star Wars canon. Okay. Let's expand this, this piece of it. All right. Now for something completely different. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh wait, you mean, you mean we don't have to follow the Skywalkers weird. Like I, I thought there was only one family in this entire freaking galaxy that could do anything, but turns out there's other people too. Huh? That was, <laughs> it's like watching him build the world. That was always my complaint about, uh, about the expanding. I, I'm a huge fan of the expanded universe, but I, I did start to get a little old when we're like 60 books deep and we're still with Luke Skywalker, Han Solo and Leia, Princess Leia, like, <laughs> still feels small (laughs) there are other people there's like a lot of planets with a lot of people who probably don't like bad things or evil so like maybe follow (laughs) one of them but yeah Yeah. i agree i agree i think it was cool that like because i remember seeing revenge of the sith and coming out of that thinking like okay well it's just yoda and obi-wan kenobi left and then obviously luke but to kind of like like you're saying to go to pick up that thread and just to say, well, what about this guy that you didn't know about? And he was off doing, you know, homework on or whatever, yeah, doing, doing some other stuff. And like, I'd be honest with you, Kanan, his character, I mean, he had the whole, the Jedi holocron, which is very cool, very expanded universe to include that immediately in episode one. Like there are all the little hallmarks of like, Hey, you remember this? This is cool. You like star Wars. Like, You'll like this show. I, I thought it was very cool to include that stuff right off the bat. And like the way he had his lightsaber, like, I guess he was hiding what it was or, or whatever with the, it looked like he put something else on it. But by the way. Yeah, that he's got to like put it together. Yeah. Ezra has to be the most like, I don't care. I'm just stealing from you guys. Like they literally save his life and he's like, I'm just going to rummage through your stuff and steal yeah, your lightsaber, your hologram, like everything. It's all mine. Like that's because he's a street rat. Like I, I, I still go back to the Aladdin, the, the one jump ahead of the bread line. Like that's exactly what what he's doing. The whole and, roof thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's jumping yeah. up on the roof, grabs the fruit, jumps on the roof. Like, like, oh hey, look, there's a princess here. And he's like weirdly hitting on Sabine. That was weird, but also <laughs> You're like, oh jeez, just she, like Aladdin. <laughs> she calls him kid. And I, I don't know how old they're ma- trying to make Sabine here, but she can't be that much older than Ezra. I think I it's mean, like like 12. Like I, I'll have to look it up. I don't know how old he's supposed to be. I think it's like 11 or 12, something like that, like 13, and she's like 15 or 16. So, so it's like it's like a high schooler looking at a – or a junior looking at a freshman going, okay, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I – I, I hope that, just, that felt weird. Like if, <laughs> if Hera was like, okay, kid, I would have been like, all right, that's earned. But that's like, a, you know, an older sister being like, okay, kid to a younger brother. But yeah, that's, that's, he's like, oh, but you're not, not a member of my family. At you're least, not a Skywalker. <laughs> at least it wasn't the, the line from the Phantom Menace, the Phantom Menace with, uh, are you a space angel? Um, when it was yeah. Anakin Skywalker to, to Padme. But... That is quite possibly one of the creepiest 
creepiest romances i think ever it's like hi i'm 25 you're eight we met when you were six or eight so uh hey we should probably get get married and (sighs) yeah that that doesn't really sit well in your mouth does it Mm -hmm. hey really that is that's what she said (laughs) man you can't that does not sit well at all no that's some midichlorians for you I do think. Sorry, this, guys. This isn't a family show. No, <laughs> we will definitely not be family friendly. <gasps> I do think it was funny because you you mentioned earlier about the the fruit vendor. I I don't know about you, but the fact that he was like, "Here, you can have an apple for saving my life. Oh, don't take two. I was like, "That's a little rude." I'm just gonna be honest with you. If you save my life, you can have like all of my apples. I'm just didn't he just take saying. a ton of them? He just started like loading up his backpack with apples so you're like come on man or whatever because they were the star wars space apple fruit i don't know what it was the inference i got was he doesn't have a parent because like clearly who's yeah. letting their kids run around on roofs and steal stuff from stormtroopers and i don't know the kids I mean, he's, gotta eat. He's, he's straight up straight up orphan like, yeah but straight apparently- up dave filoni watched aladdin and went hey i'm gonna make a character based around this let's do star only wars. we're gonna do star wars version of it and I mean, it's exactly. it's way it's way better. But I agree. I mean, no uh, I Robin like, Williams. I like <laughs> that he kept the trope that stormtroopers can't shoot, um, because clearly <laughs> having a galactic army of billions and none of them can hit a target, um, but everybody else in the galaxy like is like one shot and they're killing people. The rest <laughs> of them just stormtroopers just don't know how to shoot. Um, yeah, I know dark forces is now out of out of canon technically, but I think that's the best the best explanation. These these guns just just suck they aren't they just aren't made very well yeah <laughs> which is weird to have a laser that doesn't shoot straight but you know hey space well, physics <laughs> i did like i really liked uh the speeder bike chase i mean very like shades of endor on return of the jedi like we're oh, gonna yeah. get all the old tropes out and get them out of the way right now like immediately um and then they was... are straight up killing people like yeah blowing oh. blowing them up I was like, "Oh my god!" Like watching it again, kind of, kind of a little struck about, uh, "Hey, this is hypothetically a kid show. Like, it's a cartoon, right? Like, it's a kid show, and yeah. they're straight up like suicide bombing people, like mm-hmm. putting grenades in their belts and blowing them up." And I'm like, "Oh my god! Like this is this is horrifying." People are dying. People <laughs> yeah, are lots dying. of people. Like the body count in this episode is unreal. And it's yeah. like episode one of a kid show, and you're like, thirty-seven people are dead." Like just the the casual nature of like I'm gonna throw a grenade and you're gonna walk into the explosion like <laughs> I I thought it was very it was very cool to see that they didn't immediately jump to like this is the Empire like you know stormtroopers and all of the the AT AT Walker is definitely a little bit different than you know the one that we're used to and the the like the Luke Skywalker trilogy. Uh, so it's cool to see like the helmets are different. I mean, there's a little bit of like a little bit that hey, outer rim feel. Yeah, this is not quite the best of the best. So like I can sort of forgive the the not being able to hit a target, but you got four dudes like all of them sitting in a stationary like position and no one hits anyone. I'm like, <laughs> um, we need to get you guys back to basic training because this is brutal. But having having been to basic training. Mm-hmm. At least I, I it was the Empire's basic training. Well, technically, it was the Empire's basic training. But I, I got what? I think I got uh, 60 rounds total. And they were like, 
be gone. Like, congratulations, you have fired 60 rounds through your weapon that uh, may or may not be anywhere close to zero. Uh, don't worry about it. You don't have to, you don't have to shoot much. Mm. But I'm like, maybe, maybe they're Air Force. I don't know. <laughs> they got awful. they got stuck down there, so they don't have to shoot I, anything. <laughs> They're like, "Why do I have this? What do I do with this?" <laughs> clearly, these guys are not the the cream of the crop for the Empire. But... No, it's probably a reason they've been sent out to the outer rim, and they're, they're like, uh, "Yeah, go uh, put them at Minot. <laughs> put them put them in some like horrible horrible location. Get them out of here. Yeah, but... just we don't we don't need them over over here. I like the little shout out to." Uh, Tarkin, the uh, Tarkin town. Yeah, the, cool. like, hey, let's. Uh, I want to know more about this. Probably go look at something by Zahn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the, gonna tell you exactly how he got there. <laughs> I did like the the analogy to our own history with the Tarkin town and the Hoover villages and the stuff. Like, I, I mean, it's very cool that there's very it's very heavy handed of like, yeah, hey, I've never been here. This was just down the street. The Empire is clearly bad from Ez- what Ezra has seen, but like it's not, he doesn't have a clue what's happening. It's his own planet. It's just, I mean, it could be the next neighborhood over, the next city. Yeah, and, and no, no clue whatsoever because you don't see it. It's a lot easier to not see it. I agree. But I, I you mentioned earlier the ghost. I think it's when we meet the ghost, I mean, it's obvious that this is the analogy for the Millennium Falcon um, and this you know, this timeline or this, this show, but oh, yeah, the, the ghost, little smuggler ship. Yeah. The ghost is badass. I'm not going to lie, man. Uh, like it's just a different design. It's not anything we've seen before. Um, you know, and obviously the good guys save Ezra. So he doesn't get left to die by the TIE fighter well, once they save him once. And then the next time, he next time to- Zeb's like, uh, yeah, deuce this guy. <laughs> Let's be let's be clear. He is a little annoying. Like I'm not gonna lie. I I don't fault Zeb at all. Like I'm pretty annoyed kind of, by Ezra. <laughs> yeah, he was he was kind of a dick to Zeb. Like yeah. I get it. Like you're not around other aliens, but just because someone smells doesn't mean you like. Hey, you smell like there are different <laughs> like different species. Um, I, I don't know. I thought that was rather rude for the people yeah. that saved you, but. Ezra. Ezra, your hair is stupid. <laughs> It it doesn't move at all. What's up with that? Hey, weird. How do you have this Lego hat? Yeah. Come on, man. Okay, so end of the episode. The you know basically they they trade the the guns that they steal for some I guess whatever the credits or gold or whatever that is with the, all the, the yeah, information and all that stuff to go. Which I think is cool. We kind of start to get a bigger idea of what's going on. Like clearly, these guys are not. They're not rebels yet, but Robin Hood and his merry men. Mm-hmm. Like, what if a Jedi was Robin Hood? I think that that it's important though to see, like, I mean, that they kind of talk about like it seems like vast majority of people are just accepting of the fact of like, well, this is this is what happens now. This is our government, and a few people are like, mm, no, I don't really want to. I don't really I'm not really into this. Maybe these starving people who have been forced out here should should have food too. Yeah, like. People should deserve to eat. I, I just, you know, just my opinion. But um, it's weird. I wish more people would watch this show and know that. It's almost like he was making mm. a commentary about something going on in our world. It's but weird. In 2014, a... <laughs> like, he was a little bit ahead of his time, but um, 
you know. <laughs> or it's just the same problems keep happening. People keep going, hey, these problems are still here, which is just like the Empire. The Rebellion is like, hey, these problems are still here. And they're like, yeah, screw you. <laughs> Over the course of the next 30 years, we're just going to stomp our boot heel on your throat a little bit harder and a little bit harder. Did you like that? Because I've got more of it for you. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to start blowing up planets soon. <laughs> Whole planets, just because they didn't agree with us. I think just to make is, a point. I think it's cool though that this show is very clearly like, hey, this is set in your universe, the Star Wars universe, but this isn't that big a scope. If you know what I mean, like it's not. Yeah. We're not blowing up planets. We're not fighting a rebellion. This is just about some people like who your are home happy about the fact that you're like, hey, you can't sell your fruit without paying us, you know, taxes essentially. Right. But. Ta- personal taxes to those mm-hmm. those specific peoples also <laughs> called graft or right, right. you know th- thieves or steal, very very but... sheriff of nottingham oh yeah <laughs> very much so but i liked i like how at the end of the first episode i mean we get to the end of the first episode and it, it, ezra has a choice i mean does he buy in like it was never in doubt i mean obviously like that would make for a very short show if he was like hey i'm I'm not going to go help them. So like, let's, let's leave. It's just another failed pilot. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, he leaves. Damn it. (laughs) But I mean, the, the inference is there. He, I, I kind of intuited. There were several times where like, he's just like staring off in the distance and he's like, something is coming. So clearly, you know, the kid has some forcibility or something. Um, Music, music swells. You get the, the music motifs in the background of, they're not, something more is happening they're not very subtle about what's <laughs> about to happen um but i think it's cool that you know right from the start they're just going to point out like yes most of the empire is stupid but this agent callous guy is not a moron um like he's he's going to become the, the not the big bad but maybe just the guy who's like you're not going to get away with everything um the law and order guy <laughs> like yeah hey, i'm gonna do my job you guys are stealing stuff i have to stop you from stealing stuff he let's make him look a little evil it's clearly like yeah i mean from the beginning he's set up to look like a, a bad guy but i i think if you look at this the choices he's making he's not exactly evil like he's just trying to stop thieves um, also, very cool that they brought the Imperial Security Bureau into this show and made it canon yeah. again, because that was a big part of the EU. I remember that from a lot of books. So I, I personally get, I, you know, get the warm and tingly when they bring all the, a lot of the old stuff back into, into the new, I guess, the new canon. Um, yeah. And so much more to come. Thank you, Filoni, Zahn. <laughs> thank you. Very, yeah, because where we're going, it brings a lot of the stuff in. Um, okay, so we end we end the episode with Ezra making the right choice, or uh, you know, writing quotations, doing the right thing here, um, where he goes to help everybody on on the, I guess I don't know what 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 that ship was called, but it's just Imperial transport where it was a trap. They were going to rescue the Wookies. There are no Wookies. It was a trap set by Agent Callus. Um, so. I didn't think he was ever going to not go get them, but I right. still think it was important to show his, like, you know, the kid is a 12 year old that's making a choice like this. And it's it's like, cool. we'll, we'll give you, a, we'll give you a second to think about it. Maybe they won't, maybe they won't. No, you, you know, we're, you know, we're going to do that. <laughs> it would have, 
it would have made for a lot of better of a cliffhanger if they had left that for a week, I will say. But going immediately <laughs> like straight in, into. Yeah, the next episode was like mm, about six seconds after the first episode ended. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's definitely going to help. Um, yeah, we can't leave him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Ezra goes on board the, the transport and helps warn everybody that it's a trap. Hilarity ensues. And surprise, surprise, our guys get off of the ship. But Zeb leaves Ezra behind, which, as previously noted, I didn't necessarily disagree with that choice um, because, like, it was could, everybody versus the kid. Yeah, I you mean, could see for a second where he's like, oh, can I? And he's like, no, I'm going to die because <laughs> there's there's three three stormtroopers sitting there firing at me. And, uh, sorry, kid. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Like, it's the the, the choice is the greater good here. I mean, it's not like he was like, I will say. It gives and then credence. he's ashamed. <laughs> yeah, it gives credence to a lot of the jokes. I think I interpret them as jokes that like, hey, he didn't like him. But, uh, you know, he certainly didn't appear to be gleeful that he left the kid behind. Um, interesting that he didn't bring it up immediately. Like right. That. He's not like, hey, guys, we got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> he's just was... like. Oh, where's Ezra? Oh, I don't know. Do you have him? Do you know where he is? I thought he was with you. Yeah, uh, um, he went that away. Like, come on, man. Like, I know you're embarrassed, but we see Zeb's got some got some humanity in him, even though he's a big smelly. You know, I don't. Remember. What is Zeb? not a walking? He's not a walking carpet because that's <laughs> Chewy, and apparently the uh, he's a he's a Lasat strong ah, yes. man. Yeah, right. apparently they don't they don't really like Wookies because he's talking about Wookies being smelly and furry and yeah i I don't that's a little bit pot calling the kettle black apparently but i mean still well it made for funny i mean (laughs) clearly that was designed to get the laughs from the kids um i laughed too (laughs) yeah i'm not saying it wasn't funny i'm not gonna lie this this show is made for me big kids little kids it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's all about mental mental age not physical age um okay can we talk really quickly about if you have a prisoner are you not going to take everything away from him, but like leave him like, I didn't understand that, that why he was left in the jail cell and they just leave him <laughs> with his stuff. Like, they're like, yeah, this is, this is for you. It's like, oh, wait, are you, so you're not under arrest? Like you're just, okay. I, maybe, maybe that was it. Maybe they're like, Hey, we don't really care about you. You're just a, you're just a little kid. Uh, we'll just, we'll toss you in here until we can have you f- tell us about who those people were you were with. Maybe, maybe uh, it's just like a, like a holding holding thing that they're not like booking him and searching him because i was like this is stupid like what what why does he have this stuff (laughs) really dumb right like i mean you catch someone who's not supposed to be on board your ship (laughs) helping the people you're trying to catch and you're just like well i don't know what's in your backpack but you can have it while you're in this cell for a minute it's cool don't worry about it yeah i thought it was a very cool touch to have james arnold taylor taylor voicing obi-wan kenobi again Mm -hmm. um that again, another callback to the Clone Wars. I loved that, and I, I love the fact that they have a, a holocron. Like that's a huge. I mean, that was in a Rise of Skywalker. I mean, that was the whole point of, you know, uh, These things are all over the place. I know. Apparently, they're mysterious, and no one hundreds of hundreds of thousands of them, like hanging out around all those murdered children in Episode Three. But people have them all over the place. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's so, like a flash. It's like a Jedi flash drive. Exactly. Like, I mean, it was cool to see, like, 
clearly this kid has no clue what's going on in the, the galaxy at large. I, I've always wondered, you know, like we go from having all of the Jedi to like the Jedi are the good guys. And then we're now back to like the Jedi are bad. Now they're extinct. Now they're gone forever. Don't worry about it. We've got this one guy who kind of looks like a Jedi has the same weapon as a Jedi, but like definitely also not a uses Jedi. a blaster. <laughs> like, yeah. What, what's the, de- I, I don't know. I, I guess because he's not a, he's not a Jedi. Like, you, so he's, he's like, that kind of smuggler you know ish yeah just in case the just in case the editing is not clear we're talking about canon again <laughs> yes uh, pretty prince canon it was interesting because i guess i always assumed everybody knew everything that was happening in the galaxy but again a well-informed populace yeah clearly they're not i mean clearly like people just don't know what's going on until like star destroyers show up above your planet and they're like hey oh, we're in charge shit. now yeah. Yeah. And and we're back to a commentary on society uh, as we are now. <laughs> a few people know what's going on, and everybody else goes, "Nah, it's, everything's fine." I promise, I'm uh, not trying to do that, yeah, that until federal troops happens. show up on your doorstep and start throwing you into vans. Is that too current event? Is that going to date this? <laughs> no, I, I don't I, think it will. I hope that it does <laughs> because that would mean it would stop. You know, yeah. like. That look, maybe ten years from now we'll listen to that and go, that was a bad time for America, but we're not not (laughs) bad time for the bad time for the Empire. (laughs) We're not trying to intentionally do that, but that just sort of just sort of brings it out. And the parallels draw themselves. (laughs) They they really do. But so the crew deciding whether or not they're gonna go back for Ezra, again, not really ever a choice, but they do go back. Um to rescue rescue ezra i say i still love how ezra escapes that's that's the the best (laughs) the best part of that whole scenario where they're like okay we got to go rescue him he's like hey guys um i need some uh see you suckers like like, and just the like defeat even in the mask you could feel like just the (sighs) the like exasperated defeat like really this happened again yeah (laughs) it's like well i guess i'm gonna where where do I go after the outer rim? Like where do they send us when we screw up here? <laughs> you guys are gonna guard the entrance to this black hole. Don't let anybody out of it. But I, some of the things that, and this is just a pet peeve, but does every starship have like a secret compassion, like a secret passageway on it that like is just big enough for a little twelve year old to walk through? Like I don't know about like spaceships, but airplanes don't have like secret crawl spaces in them. So look at a hole underneath. I just so it's, it's like it's like maintenance maintenance stuff. I just it seems like a lot of empty wasted space. Just a corridor that like you could fit a 12-year-old in that there's nothing in. <laughs> yeah, but... so that's how they have to have to be able to like run all that crap is you got to hide it somewhere. How do you have those nice clean sci-fi lines in the in the ship so everything looks so clean in the end? Well, that's you got to right. you got to hide hide all those wires and cords underneath stuff. So you got to fix I'm it. Saying throw a wire or something in this corridor so it doesn't look like it was just made for him to crawl through <laughs> there. But I imagine it's it. just space yeah. technology. Yeah. It's in the future. Don't worry about it. it, it it'll all be different, though. Is it the future? That was a long time ago. I personally believe this is in the future. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> wrong about that. So They're actually going to end, end Star Wars by having them approach Earth and start colonization and forgetting everything that they knew. And they'll fly their ships into the sun. And- <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who doesn't get that reference, don't 
don't uh, actually i'm gonna recommend it. watch battlestar yeah. galactica it's, it's awesome. fantastic just don't watch the last episode because it's very frustrating um i still but, like it but i it's like oh yeah i called this two seasons earlier like oh like, yeah they, these are just the ancestors of earth yeah <laughs> exactly we just forgot everything we knew about space travel and you know advanced <laughs> theories we willfully forgot and then again, we're back to the current. Everyone's willfully forgetting what happened. Anyway, you've got to stop doing that. People are going to turn this off. When they I know. That. You can edit it out. It's okay. <laughs> There'll just be like a weird blank space, and it'll be like you can just overlay it with like weird political commentary. Stop. Moving on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For those of you who don't like your politics and your Star Wars. Yeah, I, I personally like. That's the that's the whole point of sci-fi to me, right? It's escapism. Is that it's, it's escapism, and I get that. But the thing is, I think that the people that make these shows and the people that write, you know, the books and the comics and all the stuff that we like, they have thoughts and feelings, and too, like, I, it can't help but bleed into, you know, what we're watching. That, like, hey, the evil empire looks a whole hell of a lot like <laughs> we we're looking at, and like, I'm one with the force, this- and the force is with me. It's it's all connected. Yeah, some of the things that I'm drawing inference to, you might not like. Different people might not see, but that's that's the cool thing about sci-fi is it's open to interpretation, and you can see it or not see it depending on you know however you want you want to view it. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, I don't I don't think I agree with that one. Oh, okay, cool, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not everybody's cup of tea, yeah, and not, exactly. not everybody is not mine. So like, whatever. I mean, that's the great thing about choices. Yeah, but... Some lasat smell. <laughs> exactly some Wasat smell um what do you think about the whole the, the the wookies on kessel i thought it was cool that we got to see kessel so quickly i mean clearly like we've seen it since then with you know solo oh yeah it's fantastic but and like but, they're actually concerned that hey the wookies are they're they're gonna die there because they're used to the forest and this is a giant crappy desert mm-hmm. and just get to see just like a little taste of like the this what is it, the the intake facility i guess it is uh, that you yeah. see a whole lot more of in, in solo yeah i thought it was cool that i mean even though even though the show is supposed to be about smaller issues right now i mean very clearly if you've seen the show you know what it, where it's going and the fact that it is i mean this is the bridge to me between you know uh, revenge of the sith and a new hope and it, oh, yeah. it's very much showing you know what's to come, what's in the future. I, I, expanding the ga- the galaxy, like I mean, because at this time we hadn't seen Castle ever, so it was just kind of like in your head. What does yeah, it, it look was like? Just, it was just the run. That exactly. He made in less than twelve parsecs. Exactly. exactly. Which I'm curious. I thought it would have been cool if like they had shown like, oh, we made it in eleven parsecs. But anyways, that might have <laughs> been too inside baseball for some people. But um, you know, that's what, something that I've always wondered about. Like everybody seems to know the Castle run, but like. I wonder if some people can do it in like four and Han Solo is over here like bragging about 12 and people are like, dude, that's really, really slow. That seems like it would fall in line with, with Han Solo's bravado just in general. Absolutely. (laughs) Again, very much inside baseball. (laughs) So, I mean, I thought the the battle was cool between the Wookiees. I think it's cool to see the Wookiees fight back. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the, this is the whole point of these two episodes is to show the fact that these guys are not going to let bad things happen. You find out that what we all knew and suspected all along is that Kanan is a Jedi. I mean, when he pulled that lightsaber out, like not knowing 
how his story is going to end. I mean, that's the thing that's always been kind of bothered me with Star Wars is, you know, that Luke Skywalker, up until The Last Jedi, you knew that he wasn't going to die. I mean, you knew what was going right. to happen to Annika, Anakin. And, like, not knowing what's going to happen to Kanan is cool. I mean, yeah, it's the downside of, the prequel, of, a, of a prequel is you know where it's going to end. It's like, oh, how did they get there? And I'm like, well, is it better left to the imagination? Or uh, should we have somebody tell us how? Yeah. <laughs> like, but this one, you, yeah, you'd, at this point, we don't know what, what Kanan's story is. Or who, He's yeah. just a dude who has a lightsaber and kills people. Mm. <laughs> Which... In the name of saving other people. But like kills them in spectacular fashion, though. Let, let's oh, yeah. be honest. That was very cool to see. I mean, clearly, he if he's not a Jedi, he was very close to finishing his Jedi training right. or whatever. But you see Ezra rescue the little baby Wookiee, which was cool. Um, yeah, super, super heavy for a hypothetical kid show is having again. babies murdered. Uh, had they, yeah. Had or they having babies that. sold into slavery. Like, that's a super heavy concept for a free young adult. <laughs> If they had killed that little that little teddy bear wolf, oh, I, I would have been like, "Woof, woof!" That would have been rough. That is but... a tough start. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we need to save this little guy. Yeah, that kid, that that baby Jedi needs to survive. That baby baby wolf yeah. needs to survive as well. But... Although the very the very end, like with the agent agent Callus being you know, knocked over the edge, but he's still still surviving, and then mm. straight up murders his buddy. Like, I, I was like, "Oh my that. god!" Yeah, like, he just straight up killed that storm. Like, just because he was mad at him, he just straight up killed that stormtrooper. I wanted to be <laughs> on Callus's side. I'll, I'll be honest, knowing what how his story ends, I like him. But I forgot about this. Yeah, like, just straight out of frustration. Just, he just was like, "Is that your first Jedi?" He didn't say like, "Way to go," or like, "You really screwed the pooch." He was just like, "No, I'm gonna murder you," and like, does. Very graphically, and then happy music, end of episode. And I was like, whoa! Oh my god. Although, I think, I'm pretty sure, didn't we get two Wilhelm screams in this one? Yes, you do get a Wilhelm scream there. I think we got two of them, because the the stormtrooper that he, you know, straight up murders for Mm -hmm. just being irritated. uh, I think, I thought that was a Wilhelm scream too, but I know in... Like when they're throwing people off the bridge, like you get one and it's like, oh, awesome. See, that's that, inside baseball. That's very inside <laughs> baseball. And you probably only know what a Wilhelm scream is if you listen to Star Wars podcast or if you're super into Star Wars. But like, right. <laughs> I personally, anytime they throw one of those in, I'm like, that's because really cool. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's very cool. So the the episode truly ends with you know Kanan and and Ezra talking about becoming a Jedi. I mean, obviously, Callus thinks that Ezra is uh, Kanan's apprentice. So I, I think it's hey kid, hey kid, get yeah. into the ship. Let me give you some metachlorines. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but it was cool to see. I mean, we we finally get the Inquisitor back at the very end of the at the end of the episode um, and that he's, you know, he calls it a rebel cell. So clearly like I heard rebel and I was like thinking, Oh great. They do have rebels at this point. Um, but this is just a rebel lowercase R cell here. Right. Not, um, not like the rebel Alliance. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, so it's just the start overall. I thought this was a fantastic set of two episodes. It reminds me, it read, it, it watches like a movie. If you could take out the, you know, the credits and everything, I think this is just a little mini movie. I mean, I think it's, it's really cool to see the way that they're starting to sow some seeds and like clearly the way that the episode ends, it's, you know, Hey, we're not done with these characters. 
um, again, would be a very, very failed pilot if they just ended yes. it right here and like, all right, cool. Well, this was fun to do. Yeah, this but... is the this is the call to the call to action episode. Exactly. In the in the whole story, that this is the first. Uh, this is a distillation of a new hope. So the here's your mission. Like, yeah. <laughs> so just a couple quick facts that I'm reading on the the Star Wars wiki here, but the Spark of Rebellion. This episode takes place 14 years after the events of Revenge of the Sith, and so it's five years before A New Hope. So it truly is yeah. the bridge. It's interesting to me that it's been 14 years since like the the Republic fell, and they're still not like fully in charge yet they're still kind of establishing things on other planets but again they're out on the they're out on the outer rim as it were on this place so right which the empire doesn't necessarily fully care about anyway exactly as exactly and they're like yeah we really care we really care about like coruscant and these like core worlds like yeah it'd be nice to control the outer rim but uh we'll we'll do what we can send this send this tarkin dude out there Mm-hmm. let him let him try and straighten it out exactly did you know according to according to star wars wiki that uh so i'm looking here at harrison doula who's the twi'lek the pilot she's supposedly the daughter of cham Syndulla, um who was featured in the clone wars um the twi'lek resistance fighter and he's in a couple other things as well um indeed a lot of continuity i mean which would be expected i mean i guess from the guy who made the clone wars to turn around and then use the daughter of his character from the clone wars and star wars rebels but i didn't know that that's pretty cool but and all the all the stuff connects it exactly connects. so what do you think overall for the first episode first two episodes oh i love this show just in in general this entire show <laughs> but I, these two this is like my one of my favorite star wars things just in general like of the of all the new stuff that they started doing, like I I enjoy Clone Wars, but you know it's it's kind of like watching you know World War Two movies. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah, it's okay, cool. We're we're seeing like the Saving Private Ryan version of Star Wars. Like sweet, this is cool, but this is like an entirely entirely new thing, and it just it grabs you from the very beginning and goes, yeah. hey you should care about these characters. Here's why. Here we and they're, go. they're super, super likable. That's uh, what I like Sabine. Sabine's like artwork. I just love why I love graffiti. So I like, watching, seeing how like the artwork even progresses. Mm-hmm. It's actually playing the star Wars Armada thing. That's, that's like my, uh, I have spray painted, like I've graffitied on, on some of my stuff, like the, the rebels symbol that you see start making its progression into almost the, or it's like almost the actual star Wars rebel Alliance symbol kind of throughout oh, yeah. the, throughout it. It's like, Oh, did they, did they get this from her? Like, did she, did she put this forward? That was the first thing I thought. I think that's coming in a, an episode or two, but yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that and going, that looks a lot like the rebel Alliance symbol. And then, yeah, I, you I see don't... it evolve. It's like all the little stuff that, that they pull in. Now, like this is this is easily one of my favorite Star Wars things of the modern modern properties. I'll I will admit, I mean, as a huge fan of the expanded universe, I was a book reader. So when they kind of reset the the universe and said, you know, only the movies and then anything after this point, 
that sucked for me because I, you know, oh, yeah. I grew up on like Rogue Squadron and, you know, Hair of the Empire and like all the, the books were Star Wars to me more than the movies. But when this came out, like I, I had bought the book, you know, the Spark of uh, the Spark of Rebellion follows that there was a book before this um, called A New Dawn by John Jackson Miller that introduces these characters that there's nothing in it that you need to know to watch the show, obviously. But like when I read the book the first time, I, I wasn't very impressed. Like it was kind <laughs> of it wasn't what I was used to. I'll put it that way. And again, that goes back to the not everything has to be about me and, good, you know, for me. <laughs> but anyways, when I read it, I was kind of like, this isn't I don't really care for these characters, but having seen the first episode, I will admit my interest level changed. And I went, okay, like, I mean, clearly I'm going to watch, you know, episode three because it's star Wars, but there's an episode coming very soon that kind of grabbed me and said, Hey, we're, we're going to like this show. Um, And I'm really excited to get into this a little bit more because this to me was a show that the longer it went on, the more I was like, I really enjoy what they're doing with this show. Um, and definitely when they get into the later half of this first season, um, which wasn't very long, which is kind of cool that, you know, there's only 14 episodes in the season, which is super different for, you know, me. I'm used to like 22, 24 episodes. And that's too long. <laughs> I'm like, we don't, even, we don't even need that because most of those Clone Wars, like the 24 episodes, they're divided into like two four episode, four episode chunks or five episodes, like tiny little story arcs. It's like, you, yeah. you, don't, you don't need like a... 24 episodes to you know, like just hey call it another season like whatever you could have 15 seasons of star wars clone wars yeah i mean and and clearly like the first season kind of appeared to me to be like hey can this thing work right um it wasn't like a huge commitment to only give them 14 episodes but will people actually like them yeah exactly will this be star wars resistance it, well there's the thing which i still haven't seen because i I watched the trailer to that and went, it is, no. It's enjoyable. It just did a, it's, it's not, it's not Rebels. It's not Clone Wars. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> That's the one, the one criticism that if I, I say nothing else about, you know, Star Wars, the, the animated content is I feel like right around the time that it gets super popular and I get super into it, they're like, okay, and we're done with this thing and we're moving on to something else. <laughs> and I'm like, why though but, i do like the like, them ending it on on their own terms instead of like running it into the ground or having hey let's just let's just keep going for you know for the toys like, come on like just here's the story here's where here's its point here's its definite end point like we know we know this is going to end with episode four really like it can't it can't really go like this series can't go past that because these characters have other things to do but you know me and if you know, I'm recording in my my toy room right now. I love the Star hey, Wars. Me too. Toys. I love the action <laughs> figures. I mean, that's that's the to me that's all this is is to sell toys and to sell action figures and comics and books and that's what Star Wars is about is selling stuff. So, I mean, it, it it's a great story though, and I I'm really excited to to kind of watch these again and get into it. I honestly hadn't thought about this show in a while, so getting to Getting an excuse to watch this again is really fun for me personally. That's so, what I needed. Just an excuse to watch this again. Yeah, when you when you were talking about this, I was like, Well, yeah, I want to watch Rebels anyway. So like let's let's start with Rebels and go from there. So and hopefully well, this it, leads nicely into a Thrawn Thrawn yes, series. That would here be in the next couple of years. 
Given where we're going, I, I cannot see Spoil- spoilers for <laughs> for season, seasons like three, two, three, four of Rebels. Two, three, and four. I think all of them actually. Yeah, from here on in. Yeah, there's some really cool continuation. Oh no, stuff just coming. just three and four. And it is Lars Mikkelsen. Mikkelsen, have you say his name? One of the one of the Mikkelsen dynasty is in this. Uh, okay. Also I known thought... for being the Russian president on House of Cards. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's Wikipedia. Totally different ball of wax, but yes. All right. Well, cool. I'm cool with stopping it here. Is there anything else that you wanted to say about these two episodes? No, I don't think so. I, I love the story. I don't need the toys. I love the story. I like the toys, but it's all about it's all about the story for me. I will be interested to see how we feel about this one after we see some of the later ones. Because I'm just, uh, I'll be honest, I'm just scrolling through the episodes that are to come and seeing these or making me remember some of these episodes. Oh, yeah. There's there's a couple duds that are in here that I there are definitely some duds didn't love but there are some ones in here that I was like oh I forgot that character is coming to Star Wars Rebel and that I am also- I am super excited to get to just the batshit crazy people reaching through time smoke lines to abduct people uh, I'm so excited yes <laughs> to get to get to like just some of the lunacy personally. Like- my favorite character in all of Star Wars animated, you know, stuff appears right at the beginning of season two and then kind of plays a huge role throughout the remainder of the series. So I cannot wait to get to season two. Oh, ooh, is it? A, is it Ahsoka? Because yes, that's my favorite yeah. character. Yes. That's, that is the seen, best character. Yes. That's that's my you've seen my my little avatar on Disney on the Disney Plus. <laughs> yes. I was very disappointed that you chose Ahsoka. Because I was <laughs> the best character. Ahsoka. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we'll choose here to stop it. Hopefully, this has been solid hour in. Someone <laughs> has enjoyed this other than us just talking to each other. But all right, Anthony. And if you I... have, please visit our sponsor. We don't have a... <laughs> we don't have a sponsor, but it'd be really sweet if somebody just gave us money to listen to us talk. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> That's kind of the dream, honestly. But Anthony, <laughs> I will talk to you. We're, I think the plan is is we're going to release one of these every week, um, so that we can kind of you guys can watch along with us. But um, next week mm-hmm. we're going to go in sequential order. Spoiler alert: we're not going to skip around and pick our favorite episodes. But oh, man, I was going to watch the finale next. <laughs> next week we'll be watching uh, Droids in Distress, um, which w- originally aired on October thirteenth, twenty fourteen. And I'll give you a little teaser: uh, Ezra and Zeb go to Lethal's market for. Visions and to work on their relationship, and mm-hmm. hilarity ensues. So, gotta love seeing the seeing people work on their relationships. That's exciting. Absolutely, <laughs> like a winner. Yeah, super pumped right. to see their therapy session. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. You guys have a great <laughs> afternoon. See you. You have made it through an entire episode of us talking. That is fifty minutes or so of just rambling from a couple of couple of nerds thank you for sticking with us this far i frankly have my doubts whether anyone would actually get this far or you fast forward it to the end which also is an accomplishment so congratulations on that achievement unlocked yeah or trophy if you're a playstation user we can't thank you guys enough again for sticking around and listening to us ramble about the nerd thing that we rambled about this week we're super glad to have found our corner of the internet, and hopefully you're, you're excited to be here with us. Uh, this is the part of the podcast, if you want to skip ahead, we understand, but this is the annoying part where the host reminds you 
that the Gmail account where you can reach them is houseofnerds2020 at gmail.com. And remember, we don't really care what you say. Just the fact that someone is saying something is enough validation for us. Frankly. So all three of you, all three of you that have listened this far, thus far, this far, I've heard it both ways. One of the two. One of the two. Please let us know that you are actually alive in here and that you didn't just fall asleep listening to this. Hopefully, hopefully we didn't put everybody to sleep talking. And a reminder, we're on Twitter at Nerds House of. Uh, again, if you know House of Nerds on Twitter, tell him to get off of that tweet, that Twitter account, or please do something with it because we let us have it. Like it, please. Uh, we beg reminder, you. Five stars, one stars, just something. Honest to God, you can go on there and say, I hate both of these guys, one star. We'll probably freak out and text pictures of it back and forth to everyone we know and go, someone was listening to our podcast. We can't believe this. This is amazing. <laughs> or you could go with the, hey, if you really hate our podcast, then one one star is best, five stars is worst. And if you really liked our podcast, then five stars is actually best. Please give us five stars. Just remember, if you can... Logic your way around the mental gymnastics we're asking you to jump through. Again, we're very pleased to have had you join us for this episode of the podcast. Hopefully, one of us didn't say anything too horribly offensive. That it was we'll probably get... me. Well, hopefully our lives are not canceled by the internet. But we will be back with you guys next week with whatever episode I told you we were, were listening to. And goodbye. Have a wonderful week. May the force be with you.